Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And um, we're doing a little post-game recap. Kentucky versus Illinois State. Kentucky, um, you know, ran away with the game at the end, pulled it out, got the victory 96-70. to 70. Um, But I definitely uh, had some uh, concerns while I was watching the game. And um, before I get into that, the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about some of the things that I did. Like, um, you know, obviously this was a, you know, this game was scheduled for Antonio Reeves. And um, with him being a fifth-year senior, he got to, um, you know, do a little favor for his school, if you will. Um, Like we owed them one, you know, we took their best player and uh put a little money in their pocket let them you know get a nationally televised game and uh he played well man uh 27 points you know he hit four threes actually he rebounded pretty good and uh we're gonna talk about the rebounding uh in a second because that's that's one of the things that concern me but antonio reeves usually um one of my things about reeves is usually i feel like uh I need Reeves to do a little bit more besides just score. So um, I was definitely uh, excited, definitely happy to see him crashing the boards a little bit. Uh, You know, Trey Mitchell was doing the most work on the boards. He had uh, 11 to go along with his eight points. But, um, you know, we uh, that's one of the things we're going to have to do is we're going to have to pitch in really heavy as a team. Um. Because at the end of the day, when we get into SEC play, it's going to take a collective effort. Um, Everybody's going to have to be crashing the boards, man. Justin Edwards put in his four rebounds. Um, Reed Shepard added his five. Reed Shepard pretty much, he consistently uh, crashes the glass. Um, And I know Adu Thero didn't play tonight, but Adu usually gives us some some good uh, energy with the glass. But um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need all these guys pitching in because as much as I love that we got our, you know, two of our seven footers back, um, you know, they don't they don't really dominate the paint as much as I would like for them to do. They don't block as many shots as I thought they were gonna block. They don't rebound as well as I thought they were gonna rebound. And I think it's just cause like I said, just not physically uh, developed enough. Um, Aaron Bradshaw is is going to be solid in the future, but right now he's still. I think it's going to be difficult for him when SEC play. Uh, when we get into SEC play, just because you know he's going to be playing against older teams with um, guys like Trey Mitchell and Antonio Reeves, just fifth year seniors, uh, and they're going to be um, ready to go and and. And Bradshaw, even though he he's had some uh, some decent games, he still gets moved around under the basket a little bit too much for my uh, liking. And and you know collectively, we just don't block enough shots. Um, we gotta get some kind of rim protection. And I'm not saying you gotta be like uh, Anthony Davis or you know Nerlens Noel, but we at least need a. Uh, you know, we need a little Isaiah Jackson. Uh, we need we need somebody that 
or even collectively between Bradshaw and Anyenzo, we need about four to five uh, block shots a game. And I would feel a lot more comfortable because I, I feel like defensively um, this team kind of regressed a little bit. I feel like they was better defensively in the beginning of the season. And now um, I feel like they kind of went backwards. They, they score a lot of points. Uh, that's one thing that we ain't going to have to worry about with this team is they definitely um, going to score the basketball. That's one thing that they're going to do. They probably going to, you know, average – even in the SEC play, they probably going to still average about 80 something and they're going to have, uh, you know, opportunities like tonight where they might touch a hundred, um, or they going to look like they can, um, they capable of putting together two fifty point halves, but it's just, I'm just worried defensively. Um, are we going to be able to stop people if we get into a close game and, um, maybe our shots aren't falling, are we going to be able to string together a series of, quality defensive possessions that could potentially win the game or are we going to blow it because I feel like a lot of times when I'm watching some of these guys just get into the basket a little too easy for my taste and then when they when they get to the basket it's just not a lot of um resistance um that's what I was hoping for uh when you know we started getting some of our bigger you know our big men back I thought it was just going to be a whole lot of resistance around the rim and, um, you know, I, I get it. Like they still don't really have that, that much game time under their belt. Uh, you know, I was just getting back to the swing of things. Bradshaw only has a few games under his belt. So I, I do get it. Like maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh on them too quickly, but, um, we about to get into the meat of the season. So even though it may be unfair for me to, judge them as harshly as I am I need them to start blocking some shots I need them to start cleaning the glass a little bit better because um you know Reed Shepard you know shouldn't be one of our best rebounders he his rebounding him giving us four or five rebounds a game should just be ice on the cake um maybe Justin Edwards uh because he's I mean technically he plays small forward um but, you know, we can't have one big man like Trey Mitchell getting, you know, a, having a nice rebounding game and then just rely on guards after that. Um, Anyenzo with two rebounds. I know he only played 10 minutes, but I just need him to get his hands on a few more balls, man. Even in 10 minutes, I need you to get like four for me. Um, let me see how many did actually Bradshaw uh, – one rebound see it's that's just kind of unacceptable going in the sec play man bradshaw is just you know he he played 15 minutes which some nights he gonna play more just depends on you know tonight trey mitchell was playing so well that calipari really couldn't go away from him but just with you being as tall as you are man you just gotta get more than one rebound um and i mean he only ended up with two points so he kind of he had he had that first game where he really just super ineffective. Um, but like I said, I might be a, it might be a little unfair to him, but he going he gonna have to get working because Kentucky definitely still, I still believe they have the potential to win the championship, but defensively they just got to lock in. They got to get more focused. Um, because you're going to have some games where you just, you know, 
as good as Kentucky shoots the three, as good as they are in transition, um, it's going to be some nights where it's just not going to fall. I mean, it happens to everybody. So when you're having one of those nights, um, you've got to be able to rely on defense, rebounding, and uh, it just can't all come from the guards, man. But, you know, we're going to hopefully, uh, you know, they're going to watch it, watch the game film. They're going to work on it. But back to some positive stuff, man. Um, DJ played pretty good tonight. Um, I actually like DJ better off of the ball. For some reason, I feel like DJ eventually, like when he goes to the NBA, he will have to learn how to play point guard. Um, but I feel like right now he's just kind of like a combo guard. But I like him more when he's when he's scoring more and not really trying to run the offense. I like the ball in Rob and Reed's hands a little more facilitating the offense. And I like uh, DJ playing off the ball, catching and shooting. Cause I, I think, I think eventually he could become a, you know, a okay spot up shooter. He's not going to be Reed Shepard. He's, you know, he's not going to be Dillingham. He's definitely not going to be Antonio Reeves, but I feel like, um, when he plays off the ball, he does seem to score a little bit better. He gets involved a little bit more. Um, but we definitely going, you know, we definitely going to need DJ uh, to contribute. And we're going to need the 14 points. We're going to need that about every night. And I, I think he is capable of doing that. Um, but, um, yeah, man, I, I just, uh, you know, Antonio Reeves, like I said, man, he was he was on fire tonight. But I really was mostly impressed with, you know, him rebounding and stuff like that because, like I said, I, I feel like a lot of times uh, Antonio will just be out there and, and, you know, he just got one track mind to score, score, score. And, he you know, he can catch fire. You know, he he's an amazing shooter. So when he gets hot, man, he's definitely um, 27 points saying, you know, we've seen him go for big numbers. So that's not shocking. But I'm really impressed with his um, his rebounding and stuff like that tonight. Um, talk about my boy Reed, man. He had a nice little you know, overall game like he always does was disruptive on defense. Um, you know, Reed works hard. Reed works so hard that he always seems to find a way to fit himself into the game. Um, he's just one of those guys that, like, when he's out there on the court, you don't necessarily have to be running some plays for him, even though I do like that they uh, they seem to have that little, like, high pick and roll or whatever they do with him and uh, – you know, he comes uh, around the, the pick and, you know, he pulls up for the little mid-range jumper. I do I do like when they run that for him because it just seems like um, that's just like an easy way to get him a couple uh, couple buckets each night. Uh, but but you don't have to run plays for him and he's just going to find his way into the game, whether he's going to have to, you know, get some hustle rebounds or he's going to shoot in some passing lanes or, you know, uh, strip somebody off some help defense. But, um. Reed just he just always seems to be focused and he's gonna find his way in the game. Uh so I definitely love, you know, like I said, he had a nice overall game, eleven points, five rebounds, five assists, uh hit two threes. So, you know, I was really impressed with him as usual. And the same with Rob. Like Rob just gonna he gonna get you some buckets, man. That's one thing about Rob. Um, he gonna make stuff happen on offense. Uh I think Rob will go to the next level once he gets his defensive package all the way up, man. Once he's able to uh, be as effective or somewhat as effective 
on defense as he is on offense, I think he'll be um, ready to go to the next level because offensively, man, he just, um, you know, he's just going to score from all levels of the, of the court. He's going to get you some points in transition. He's going to knock down a three or two. Um, you know, he, gonna, he can get to the lane. He can get fouled. So uh, he's just going to hit you with a whole – no, he gonna give you his whole bag every single night offensively. Um, but when he becomes a, you know, a solid defender, that's gonna really help the team out. Um, but you know, sixteen to seven, what more can you ask for from him? Uh, Jordan Burks was a, you know, he didn't really have the numbers, but um, he give you some energy. I like um, I like what Jordan does when he, you know, when he gets in there, he always gonna hustle. Um, he ain't gonna always get the opportunity like some of the others, but you know, he going to play hard whenever he does. And, you know, he ended up giving us a little five points. Um, but uh, I think uh, if he continues to work on his game and, you know, try to improve and stay positive, and if he stays committed to Kentucky, because you never know now with the transfer portal, um, he could be here today, gone tomorrow. But if he stays committed eventually, you know, maybe in a year or two, I could see him being a nice contributor. Uh, but it just probably ain't going to be – on this year's team um justin edwards played a little bit better um justin uh i think justin is in that weird position where i kind of feel like he's in the same role as like um chris livingston was last year um where he ain't really getting the ball in his hands as much as he probably has been used to in his whole entire career um he kind of gets left out a little bit on offense um but then some of that I, I do got to, you know, I got to put on him because, you know, he got to find a way to get himself involved like uh, Shepard does. Um, but I feel like he's finding his way a little bit. He kind of had that same slow start like uh, Livingston did. And, you know, Livingston kind of started to figure it out a little bit later in uh, last year. So hopefully, um, you know, Justin is um, going to turn the corner. Uh, I know there's one particular play uh, – just made a sloppy pass and I think he knew it immediately. Uh Calipari, uh, he probably seen it out the corner of his eyes. Calipari went right to the bench and was like, get him out of there. And that's just one of those things where it's like um freshmen, um, you just wanna see them get more locked in because you know these are the type of mistakes and turnovers that at this time of the season, it's getting crucial. Like, we got to start minimizing some of those because that'll get you beat, and it could happen to you at the worst time in the NCAA tournament. So he just got to be more focused. Um, you can't take things for granted. You can't take plays off. You know, you got to make sure, you know, when you're seeing the passing, uh, the passing lanes and stuff like that, you just got to – you might have to take an extra second and make sure it's clear before you just – lob the ball up all nonchalantly and get it deflected and different things like that so i just want to see justin um stay positive and you know get a little bit more mentally focused um because still man i i just still believe this team could just make um this team could get on fire and if they turn up defensively um they could be the best team in the country they offensively um you know, they on point. They they got everything you need offensively. They got shooters. They got penetrators. Um, 
They got decent size. They got slashers. So they offensively they set. They just gotta uh, be committed to defense. Um, they gotta feel. That's one of the things. If you remember our championship team with Anthony Davis and um, Terrence Jones and Lamb and all them boys, um, Teague and everybody, Gilchrist. They was locked in defensively. Um, they played extremely hard defensively. They was chasing people down. They was blocking shots. Um, you know, they was bulls around the basket. Uh, they loved playing defense. And, and it wasn't just Anthony Davis blocking shots. You know, Jones was blocking shots. Gilchrist was blocking shots. And then, you know, Teague and Lamb was staying in front of their man. Um, Darius Miller. Like, you just got guys that was just committed to playing good defense, um, just getting after it. And if this team ends up, you know, developing that mentality, you know, I'm not saying they could be as good as them because, I mean, they only lost two games and they was just washing everybody. But they have more depth than that team did, I think, um, so they could be. They just got to turn it up defensively. If they get to the point where they can make it hard for teams to score on them, the offense will take care of itself because it'll just lead to more transition buckets. And um, we know Kentucky can get out and run. If Kentucky gets out and run, they got people that can attack the basket and they got people that can spot up and shoot. So um, if they lock in on defense, it'll just make it that much easier for them to score on offense. Um It'll just take this team to a whole nother level. So, yeah, man, I just, um, impressive win. Uh, you know, they, they did what they were supposed to do. Shout out to Illinois State, Antonio Reeves' uh, old team. Um, I think that's where he enrolled in school again uh, this past summer whenever all of that conf confusion was going on when um, he wasn't sure if he was even coming back to Kentucky. So, shouts out to them. Uh, they gave Kentucky a nice little test, a nice little um, tune-up game to warm them up before they get into the SEC. Uh, two big lineup was getting cooked the first 12 minutes. They really were, though. They really were. They was getting drilled. Um, I think, honestly, Kentucky just, uh, they just have enough depth to wear people down, and some of them teams just can't maintain but I totally agree with you. It will not work against good teams. Um, yeah, it's just like um, when I'm watching him, I'm just looking at Bradshaw. He's just getting moved around way too easy. And I'm just thinking, like, when we play some of these teams in the SEC, they got two real bigs. Um, it could get ugly. Um, I can't wait to see them play true road games in the in the SEC. Me either. Um, you know, that's going to be the test uh, is what they can do on the road. Um, I feel like, um, you know, they always it's it's always going to be hard when we play in Tennessee on the road, Vandy on the road. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's going to really show me. Because, you know, on the road, they're not going to score as much. They're not going to get as many calls. So they're going to really have to turn up. Um, so that's that's when we're going to see what they really made of. 
The best lineup is four freshmen in Trey. The small ball has been working. They looked a whole lot better. Uh, and and I do like um, when they run the, you know, run the offense through Trey because I just feel safe that Trey is going to make good decisions based on his experience. Um, Trey don't never really seem to get out of character too much. He don't never really seem to overdo it. He kind of just plays the game with like, you know, I mean, you can tell he's a, a 23-year-old uh, senior that's been there and done that. He don't really seem to get rattled. Um, so I like when they run the ball through him because it just seems like um, he just kind of and, – and I give credit to some of them. Like I said, Reed Shepard, he, um, you know, he, he definitely looks like a veteran out there at some points as well. Um, you know, he plays – very intelligently but i do feel uh, the most comfortable when when you know they kind of running things through trey um he just seems more sure what he's doing and doesn't take as many risks and different things like that hope you had a happy holidays man listen i did have a happy holiday but i was sick um i think i started getting sick around thursday and i was probably sick until monday morning maybe monday afternoon so it was definitely a happy holiday i i got to see um majority of of my family um you know got to open some presents with some people eat some good food so uh overall i had a happy holiday but i feel much better now um you know i didn't even end up streaming during the louisville game i was kind of worn out uh after we beat louisville um Coach Ty, uh, if he's still in here, he was he was on me about that one too. Uh, he said I, I definitely uh, dropped the ball on that not um, streaming after that game. That's our biggest game. We was turned up, uh, so I apologize to y'all, but I was out of it. So, but yeah, um, I definitely feel a little bit better. Um, slow bigs equals open three balls. Yeah, um, I think Onyenzo. I still believe that Anyenzo could eventually become an elite defender. Um, but right now, I don't think he moves around. I, I don't think he kind of has that that instinct that some of our better shot blockers um, over the years have had. Like, they could, especially when they were, um, you know, help defenders, they could kind of just watch their man but feel what was getting ready to happen and then just be over there in a split second to uh you know get some uh some help defense blocks um isaiah jackson like i said um noel stein davis like they just kind of had better instincts you know when they weren't the primary defender i think anyenzo defends um his man well when his man is in the post but I would like to see him um, move a little bit better, uh, you know, feel his way around the paint a little bit better and kind of develop some um, anticipation for, you know, where the ball is going to end up so he can get us a couple more uh, blocks. So we definitely, uh, we, you know, that's, yeah, I game's too fast for them. Yeah, I, I feel like right now it is. Um, like I said, they don't have a whole lot of reps under their belt right now. So I don't know if I'm being too hard or not, but 
you know, it's it's about to get serious uh, real quick. Uh, it's it's no more time to play. The season is, you know, just it's it's time to get busy. So, um, you know, they just got to figure it out. Um, and I have no idea what's going to happen with Big Z. I'm at this point. I'm I'm pretty much. I feel like uh, Big Z is not going to play for Kentucky. Um, you know, so I'm just kind of over there right now. Uh, you know, still love him. I still feel like he's a wildcat, but I don't feel like I'm going to see him play, though. And I feel bad because I feel like he wants to play. You know, I don't think he was, you know, pulling a, you know, I ain't going to say his name. I know his name upsets people, but I don't think he was pulling one of them moves. I, I think he really wanted to, you know, be on the squad and contribute and, you know, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to work out. When we play SEC games, the dog in DJ is going to come out. I feel like it will. I feel like a, I feel like DJ is a competitor, man. And one one thing about DJ that I do love is even when he um he may not be shooting the ball well, DJ does always compete. Um, I I can never take that away from him. He plays hard. Um, I don't think he's going to be scared. Um. I think he's going to be ready to go. Uh, but like I was saying earlier, uh, I just I like him when he plays off the ball a little bit better where he can just be like in attack mode to score and slash. Um, he made some nice plays. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely uh, I think he's going to be up for the task. Um, you know, I, I think he's just built like that. I just I hope uh, Ed, Edwards is, too. I hope Edwards turns up a little bit with the. Um, you know, with the confident, uh, the competition level about to step up. Uh, cause I feel like, um, coach Ty said he got some news on big Z for me. Yeah, man. Um, I, I need to hear what you talking about. Uh, cause I can, I mean, I'm, I'm out of it with that. I have no idea what's going on, but yeah, I, th I think, um, if we get DJ and Edwards, going consistently uh where we can get them in double digits 12 to 14 a piece i think that'll help a lot but like i said i i um i you know i just want to see some of the other guys you know especially our big man just get after it on that glass because i feel like um the defense man if we can just i think uh they said in the broadcast kentucky was um think they was like top four or top five in scoring top five in three points but defense they was like um 230th or something like that so yeah that's that's definitely where they need uh to work rebounding in defense reeves and robs gotta defend better yeah i agree with that um I think that's the one thing that that you know that that Rob needs to do to take his his game to the next next level. Uh, Cause I think as good as Rob is offensively now, I think in a few years he's gonna be even better. Um, Cause I think he'll become a better shooter than he is now, and I think he's a decent shooter now. But I think eventually he he'll, he'll become a nice shooter. And then when he gets a little stronger, um, he's going to be even more tough to deal with offensively. But he got to get his defense together because once you go to that next level, if you can't play defense, 
it's going to be hard for you because everybody in the NBA can score. So you got to at least be able to make your man work for it. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know, he'll start turning up on defense, putting a little more effort into it. You getting on that Call of Duty tonight? Go Big Blue. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I'll be on there. Uh, just had to had to speak with the fam for a few minutes. Had to check in with everybody since I didn't get to after the Louisville game. Like I said, I was feeling kind of bad. Uh, got a little sick for the holidays. Um, still had a great holiday, but um, just uh, was not was not feeling the greatest. But um, I'm pretty. I say I'm I'm pretty much back to 100% now, so everything's good. But yeah, guys, um, you know, like I said, solid win, solid tune-up game. Shout out to Illinois State. Um, you know, that's one of the things that I do like about uh, Coach Calipari. Sometimes, um, you know, sometimes we be a little hard on Cal, but overall, I think Cal's a really good dude. And when I see him doing stuff like this, uh. For Antonio Reeves, old school, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like, uh, you know, that makes me like him a little bit more as a person, man. Just, you know, put a little money in uh, Illinois State's pocket since we uh, pretty much, you know, took their best player that they probably ever had at the school. Uh, so, what's my gamer tag? Uh Mr. Ryder 10. Let me see if I can put it in the actual chat. But, um, but yeah, guys, uh, nice tune up game. Um, pretty much covered it all. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, tuning in with me after the game. And, um, we'll get back at it next time, man. Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson. Y'all have a great night. And if I don't talk to y'all before, Happy New Year. I hope y'all had a Merry Christmas. Um, and we'll get back at it. See y'all later.